Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. Welcome into Bet the Edge on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. He is Von Dalzell, the guy that went 4-1 yesterday on his plays. I'm your host, Sarah Perlman. Fun show today. We have Steve Letarte joining us in just a bit to break down the NFC and AFC championship games, including an exciting and creative way to get involved with the Bengals on Sunday. And it's a Tuesday, so our real followers know the deal. Matt Bernier's coming on. He has some plus money NHL looks for us. He's going to get into which games he has circled for tonight. And, of course, we have our edge of the day. And I'll tease this a little bit. Vaughn has some bonus plays, too, all the way at the end of the show, coming up here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsVet. Vaughn, you came on yesterday as a guest, as one of our analysts, of course. Today you're hosting, but... You came on yesterday, lights out. 4-0 on the show. Got to give us credit where credit's due. How are you feeling? We feel great today. We got the brooms out. We want to sweep again. But I also want to give a special shout out today to my mom. It's her birthday. Happy birthday, mama. I will call you later. Hopefully you're having a great day and I'll see you soon. So the brooms are out. It's my mom's birthday. It's a great day to be alive, Sarah. Happy birthday, mom. What a good way to enter the show. Hope she's joining us here. And we got the brooms out. We'll get into some plays in just a bit. But it's also a really fun day in college basketball. By the way, great game last night. Only took me seven hours to get the cover with Texas Tech and the Red Raiders. So now we're looking for more plays tonight. And we're going to get into super fun game. Best game, hands down, for tonight. Pac-12, nice game today. We got number seven, UCLA, hosting number three, Arizona. This is the first of the two meetings they will have. This season, Arizona now laying three and a half money's coming on them. And this total, Vaughn, has steamed down quite a bit, sitting at 150 and a half points for tonight. Do you have a play or bet in this game? Interesting game. I thought this was going to be the best game of the week, but I don't know. Texas Tech and Kansas last night might have topped it. I was sweating that out for you. And I thought about live betting Texas Tech at one point, but hey, they got the cover, so we, we won anyways. For this game, though, a live bet could be in order, but... I think a lot of it depends on whether or not Tubalus is out for Arizona or not. He had a sprained ankle two games ago, so he sat out in their last game. He leads the team with points per game at 15, second in rebounds with six. He's actually one of four freshmen that start for Arizona, which actually worries me a little bit because UCLA has won five straight against them, six of the last seven, including three straight at home. And the one thing about a young team is they haven't played too many road games. Tennessee was the best team they played outside of Illinois, and they lost to Tennessee. But Arizona turns the ball over a lot. Ninth in the Pac-12 in turnover percentage, 117th in the nation. 
UCLA is a top 10 turnover team and they force a lot of turnovers. So I'm kind of nervous because Arizona, you know, I like my height stats and Arizona's got all that, but I'm waiting for that. They don't have experience. 0.55 years of average experience on this team. The fourth youngest team in the entire country. They've been great. They've scored lights out, but it's a tough road test at UCLA, a team that almost went to the title last year. So I lean UCLA. I like to wait until the news comes out on his injury, but Bruins look like live dogs to me. Yeah, I'm seeing, you know, I originally thought, let's take the home team with the two. So much money came in on Arizona. I've stayed away. I guess you can make the argument. And as you've been saying, Vaughn, if anyone could take down and certainly slow down this Arizona team, it is UCLA. They're giving up just around 66 points per game. They haven't allowed any team to reach 80 points in regulation this season. Kind of like the home dog, but something tells me I got to stay away because my initial gut was to come on the side that got Way steamed to the other yeah. side with uh, Arizona laying the points. The totals ticked down probably for the stat I just mentioned. Defensively, do you have any bet you're going to place in this game or that's it? Analysis, wait and live bet it, Vaughn. Yeah, I definitely want to wait on the tubeless news. If he's out, I like UCLA plus the three and a half for sure. But I think there's going to be a lot of live betting value because UCLA has to slow Arizona down, who loves to play fast. That's the big key. Tennessee could have did it. Illinois didn't have a full team and they couldn't quite do it. UCLA does. So we'll see. Okay, we're going to get into this game with some plays in college basketball in the NBA in just a bit. But the NFL playoffs are here, and NBC Sports Edge Plus is giving you a special offer. Get 15% off an Edge Plus annual subscription throughout the playoffs when you use the promo code PLAYOFF15. Get every tool for every game at one low price. It's easier than ever to play and wager with confidence when you have NBC Sports Edge Plus. You may know Steve Letarte as the NASCAR analyst on NBC, but he is also an excellent handicapper and sports better. And he joins us live now to get into the AFC and NFC championship games. And Steve, you're a live betting guy. We just talked about getting live betting action in for the college basketball game for tonight between Arizona and UCLA. But now let's transition to the NFL. And I'm sure live betting opportunities will present itself this weekend. But let's begin with the Bengals and Chiefs game because I know you have a super fun and interesting way to attack this game other than just taking the side or the total. So let's hear it. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, live betting has been a home run for the entire NFL playoffs unless you're a Pats fan and you went down a very dark hole with their loss against the Bills, we've all been there we've all been there yeah so. right. we can forget about that now you mentioned it right we have the Bengals Chiefs uh the line's frozen at seven I don't know if it's gonna move I think it might be a teaser uh maybe not it's hard to say I think the best bet on the board though is I, you know me Sarah I like to dig into those prop bets something very creative and I think the best bet is the Bengals to score in every quarter it's plus 230 people think that's a crazy number but when you look at their stats they're 19 of the last 20 quarters. That's right. In the last five games, only gone scoreless one quarter. That was week 18 when both Mixon and Burroughs were on the sidelines not playing. With Mixon and Burroughs in, they are 16 for 16 in the last four games they played together. The only concern is two things. The wind. Weather looks great. Calling for 18-mile-an-hour winds. One missed field goal could break your heart. And can they keep it close enough that they care about three points at a time? As long as KC doesn't run away, I think this is the pick of the week. Uh, I love that. And they got money, Mac. So you don't have to worry about a missed field goal. This guy is confident. He said, we're going to the AFC Championship before he kicked the game-winning field goal. So, yeah, I like that play a lot. A lot of options there, plus 230 money. So what are you looking for in terms of a side or total? You said you like teasers. 
Is there a teaser option you're thinking aside you'd rather back here and anything you're looking for in particular when you live bet this game? So last week was an amazing week of football. Everything was close. Yeah. I know the week before wasn't that way, but I just believe these teams are here for a reason. I know the handicappers are in a tough spot. I really like both dogs teasing the points up, right? So I'm going to take basically Cincinnati and I'm going to work it somewhere. Probably I'm going to go probably with a two-way teaser. So I'm going to get that at like 13 or 14 points. And you take the other team on the other game, I'm going to get somewhere around 10 points, 10 and a half points. So I love that. I might even buy it up to make sure I can get uh, Cincy at, say, 14 and a half, just in case it does get a runaway um, when everybody else has turned the TV off and I get that last second useless touchdown, it's going to make my mm -hmm. teaser pay. Uh, so I love the teaser of both underdogs increasing the points get they're getting. No, I love this. Everyone knows I love teasers, especially underdogs in teaser legs. 49ers obviously have had Sean McVay in the Rams number. They've won six straight looking to make it seven, looking for their third win against the Rams this season. And you're mentioning teasing the Niners, obviously, and probably getting close to nine and a half, ten points. Let's see how this closes. But what are other ways you want to get involved with the 49ers and Rams game outside the teaser here, Steve? So I will tell you, I'm a huge fan of live bets. Scared to death live <laughs> betting Cincy because look I'll be honest this could be a game-winning field goal this could be a 21 point runaway I mean wh what are we going to get the opposite side though to your point 49ers and Rams I think the 49ers are disrespected I think people aren't giving them enough credit matter of fact uh, I don't think the line is enough so I do like the 49ers getting points but what I'm going to do is sit and wait because if the 49ers get down early I'm going to absolutely hammer that live bet. Give me more points. There's no way that Bill Belichick prodigy quarterback at the 49ers can go and just lose by a two touchdowns. It's going to be too close. I think it's going to be a gunslinging type game. It's going to look a lot like that Bill's KC game. So I'm going to live bet anytime the gap. And I'll be honest, anytime it spreads. Either way, whoever's up, I'm taking the opposite side because I think this is going to come down to a field goal. Yeah, we've been high on the Niners. I know Warren Sharp loves them. That was one of his deep deep dives to make the Super Bowl. So, I mean, he's one game away from that. I did fade the Niners last week, so regrettable on that end. But yeah, They've been my trip tonight. I have to listen to you guys. You, Steve, even Warren. I'll take your yeah. side on that. I've been yeah. bad with the 49ers, betting on them or against them. Give me both dogs on the teaser with Steve. I like that option a lot. Well, you, why not, right? And everybody loves yeah. a good underdog, and now you could perhaps reach a little bit more. You're the only guy in the bar happy when they lose by 10. They're all looking at you like you're funny, like, oh, you don't understand. That was enough. I'm very happy. For that I reason alone, it. I want to start doing that, just being the only happy person in the bar. Everyone's looking around upset. I'm in Orange County near L.A. Guys, they cover. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, so flipping the script. And there's so many sports we're covering today, but we have to talk about the Farmers Insurance Open, get a little golf in here. It's Wednesday through Saturday this week. There's a ton of good guys golfing. John Rahm is one of my favorites. I, he's the favorite for a reason, in my opinion. Um, who do you like in this one? Is there anybody you're leaning worth betting on? So, you know, when I look at golf, um, it's hard for me to bet on a winner. You know, I cover NASCAR and I see how easy a favorite can lose, right, in yeah. a car race. And it's the same way at golf, right? Like you're trying to get, yeah, they're the favorite for a reason. You just never get enough value, I think, to try to pick one guy out of a haystack of talented golfers. So I look for looking at making the cuts or deep numbers, right? So even though you can get, like you said, Rom at 700, you get Thomas at 1400, I just don't think that is enough to think they're going to be the best of the best on this day. What I do love is a good top 40 bet. And there's two, and they might be emotional. I'm not saying I'm going to put a huge amount on this, but maybe a little tiptoe in 
uh, with a Ricky Fowler top 40. He's plus money. Uh, he's a huge farmer's guy. He's in the farmer's insurance open. It's at Torrey Pines. I think that his game, you don't have to overpower Torrey Pines. He could get a little hot with his wedges. The other name that I hesitate to put out there, but it was big controversy. He didn't play last week. He went international, and that's Phil Mickelson. He's plus, I think, 200 or 220. The line moves around for a top 40. I mean, he's a hometown guy. I don't care about jet lag. He has his magic coffee. Let the man drink his magic coffee and make the top 40. Look, I got burned at not taking him in Kiowa when everybody said to take him. So perhaps I'm just paying it back to the gambling gods, thinking he's going to give it back to me at, at some point with a top 40 finish. Ricky Fowler plus 160 to finish top 40 and Phil Mickelson plus 200 to finish top 40 starting tomorrow at the Farmers Insurance Open at Torrey Pines. Now, listen, we know you bet and certainly you've been successful, but your main job as an analyst for NASCAR on NBC and something huge is coming up this weekend. We have the Rolex 24 at Daytona. Tell us a little bit about it. So to your point, I'm a, a NASCAR coverage. We'll start in June. I have this opportunity to cover IMSA, cover IndyCar, cover the Indy 500. Well, IMSA, their season kicks off this week. It's a 24-hour race. So if you're not you know, understanding what the Rolex is, they green flag on NBC at 1 o'clock on Sunday. They checkered flag, or excuse me, on Saturday. They checkered flag on Sunday, 24 hours later, three or four drivers per team. They're going to race all night long, eight or 900 laps. We have a huge footprint for our coverage. It moves around our different networks. The best thing to remember is it's live for all 24 hours on Peacock. And Sarah, this might be crazy. Uh, this will be my fifth 24-hour race. This year, I'm on air, 24 hours straight. I'm doing it all around the clock. Why not? I, we're going to have a coffee counter, though, because I, I think What are you going to be drinking? I think it's right around 10, 10 and a half cups. That's the over-under for 24 is it hours a, of coffee. Is it espresso shots? Is it regular coffee? Red Bull? I, I got to hear about this. So so my normal go-to, and this is going to says a lot about who I am as a person, but my normal <laughs> go-to is a five-hour with a coffee. That's my green light to start a race if I have a 500-miler at Darlington. So I think I'm going to have to spread it out a little bit more. Just like the roller coaster, you can't get too high because that dip, I can't have that 4 a.m. nap. I have to keep it keep it real between the navigational beacons here. I got to keep, uh, keep it something on. But it's a 24-hour race. And, he, and here's the other thing. We talk a lot about sports and stars, and the stars show up. And that's what gambling's all about. But what makes this race awesome is every car you've dreamt of as a child is there. The Corvette. Aston Martin, the Porsche, the BMWs, the Mercedes. It's a who's who of vehicles. So the stars just aren't behind the wheel. The stars are the cars themselves. It's awesome. Tune in. It's an international event, a who's who of motorsports. Uh, so I'm going to go hang out and, and give my own run at 24 hours. Oh, I so look forward to watching this. Everyone be sure to check it out on NBC and USA during the Rolex 24 this weekend. Steve Letard is on Twitter at Steve Letard, and he's going to join us every week here on Bet the Edge. Steve, thanks so much for joining us. Best of luck with the 24-hour race. I cannot wait to tune in. All right, appreciate it. Thanks for having me. If I had a coffee and a five-hour energy, I would talk so fast, they'd have to cancel the show. Like, I would not be allowed on air. Anyway, Bet the Edge is expanding. Drew Densick and I are hosting Bet the Edge Game Time on Wednesdays from 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern to get you armed with all the last-minute insight, information, and trends. You'll need to make your wagers before the games begin. Make sure to check us out on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Yeah, and you get to see the late-night sweat as well. It's our comeback week in that. We need a big parlay, Suns and Jazz. I got Chris Paul over four rebounds, so book it, baby. Okay, yeah, tomorrow we're going to have the, uh, the late sweat. I always love betting and tailing you guys on that. 
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, They'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. All right, it's time to get into the NHL. We're all over the place. A lot to cover today on this Tuesday Tuesday, Matt Bernier joins the show. Matt, how we doing? Let's get into uh, the first game I know that you have circled. That certainly caught my eye this morning. And your plays, by the way, you're always on the right side. So we need to get involved now because money comes in early on these NHL lines. So I'm going to begin with the Stars playing the Devils. Devils are certainly reeling. They've lost five of their last six. They've given up 11 goals over their last three games. And then you have the Stars team coming in. They've, uh, their offense has come alive on the other side. 13 goals over their last three. How are we attacking this game before so much money pours into these NHL lines and uh, we want to get the best value? Yeah, really, that's that's become a common theme where th these numbers that are initially published, they move dramatically in a really short amount of time. So you got to get in early to try to make sure you maximize your value. This game here, I still think you got a little bit of value in taking Dallas on the puck line simply because a couple of things that you laid out. Dallas has been a little streaky this year. When they're clicking on all cylinders, they can rip off three, four, five wins in a row. Conversely, when they don't get the solid goaltending that we've come to expect from Braden Holtby and Jake Ottinger, they can go on a bit of a skid. We're on one of the highs right now. They've rattled off three in a row, and now they go into New Jersey to take on a Devils team, missing a couple of key defensemen. No Dougie Hamilton, no Ty Smith. I think that leaves them a little bit more vulnerable on the back end. And I, I almost had to do a double take when I looked at this number. The Devils have had six different goaltenders start this year. That wow. seems off the charts. Crazy. I mean, typically at most you have three if there's an injury or somebody's in COVID or whatever the case may be. Six just goes to show the instability that the Devils have had on the back end. You also brought up that they've lost five of their last seven games. They've been competitive in many of them. Three of them have come by a goal or less. But I just one of those things where when you look at the way the two teams are trending, I think you have an opportunity to take advantage of a little bit of value here. Stars won last night in Philadelphia. I think they come back and win again here tonight and cover the puck line plus 175. I'll certainly be telling that. I've heard so much, Matt. I've seen so much of your hockey bet, so I'm excited to finally share the screen with you. Like I said, it's my mom's birthday, so she needs some plus money. So I'll be telling <laughs> that one. Uh, I want to talk about another game that's plus money since that's your thing. Now, the Islanders' puck lines come down a little bit against the Flyers. I'm kind of confused because I was looking at the trends and the stats in this one. Islanders are 6-2 and two in their last eight, but the Flyers are on a 12-game winless streak. Uh, what makes them the favorite in this game? 
Yeah, the, the Flyers are a hot mess right now. They've, they've lost 12 in a row, and the, the common theme for them all season has been the inability to score goals. They're 27th in the league in average goals per game at 245. There's really only four players on that team that produce. Outside of them, it's just a bunch of nothing, which makes it really difficult for whoever their goaltender is. When it's Carter Hart on most nights, he needs to stand on his head for Philadelphia to truly have a chance. The problem for the Flyers tonight Carter Hart played last night against Dallas, and he kept him right in the game deep into the third period, and they ended up losing 3-1. to one. Tonight, you're probably going to get Martin Jones in net for the Flyers, and that's not a positive thing because Jones this year has a 352 goals against and a 902 save percentage. He hasn't given up less than three goals since late December. In his most recent start against Buffalo a few days ago, he gave up four goals on eight shots. So you've got a lot of things working against you if you're a Flyers fan. The reason I initially was interested in the Islanders on the puck line, granted, they're not a high-flying offense. They never have been. They probably never will be. They're 29th in the league in goals scored. They're actually behind Philadelphia, but they still have that solid goaltending, whether it is Varlamov, whether it is Sorokin. I think Sorokin's supposed to get the nod tonight. The problem that I have and why I can't actually push this now, it opened at plus 135 for the Islanders on the puck line last night. It's come all the way into plus 105. To me, that's just far too short for a team that doesn't score goals. You're banking on Philly's struggles and Martin Jones' struggles for the Islanders to take advantage. It's one thing to do it at a better number. You're you're almost looking at even money for a team that doesn't score goals in general. So I initially like the idea of the Islanders minus one and a half, given the price right now. I'd say stay away at plus 105. Okay, so let's stay away on the puck line there. Yeah, late last night, even early this morning, you can get plus 135 after close to 80% of the handle came in on the Islanders, pushed it to 105. Not as interested for those reasons, but let's try to get another big plus money winner. And there's a game that I know you're interested in. You've had a good read on the Seattle Kraken all season long and the Predators taking on the Kraken in Seattle. Looking now, points bet always lets us know where most of the money's coming in. And here you have 81% coming in on Nashville. Yes, the better team. They're minus 180 on the money line, though, Matt. We bring you in for plus money wagers. What do you got on this one? Yeah, 180 on the money line is just far too short for me. But I do look at it and say Nashville, while they're not a spectacular team, I, I think they're middle of the pack, sort of 14, 15, 16, somewhere in there. This boils down to what I've talked about time and time again with Seattle, just the struggles in goal. And Philip Grubauer you know, no disrespect, but he's been the bust of the offseason from an acquisition standpoint because he was so good last year with Colorado. And I think it just goes to show what happens when you have a team in front of you like the Avalanche, who was as good as they were compared to a team, an expansion team like the Seattle Kraken, who they've had some struggles. But Grubauer has been terrible this year, a 325 goals against in an 884 save percentage. He's been a little bit better lately. He's won three consecutive starts. The problem is two of those came against San Jose and Chicago, two subpar teams. Now you get a team in Nashville coming into town. They're not an offensive juggernaut. They're middle of the road as far as scoring is concerned, but UC Soros is going to get the start in net. I just think of the two teams, it's pretty clear that the Predators are better. Again, from a money line standpoint, I can't suggest taking minus 180. From a puck line standpoint, though, this opened at plus 150. It's at plus 145 right now. That's still playable. I'd even go down into the plus 135 range. This has more to do with the lack of faith in Philip Grubauer than necessarily believing that the Predators are going to go out there and score a million goals. I do think you have an opportunity on the puck line. And and I typically when we come on on Tuesdays, I want to give you three or four. And I feel bad about the Islanders thing. I'm going to be right down the road from Steve Lifthart on Saturday. Pegasus World Cup, NBC, 430 Eastern. I'll give you a horse. 
It's going to be Even two horse race. Baby. Yeah, it, 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 I feel bad. Again, only two Let's hockey picks tonight. It's a two horse race. You've got the Breeders' Cup Classic winner in Nick's Go. You've got the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile winner in Life is Good. Nick's Go's done nothing wrong over the past year and a half. The problem is he's taking on what I think is an exceptional talent and Life is Good. Be sure to check us out at 4.30 Eastern on NBC and Peacock. I think Life is Good can get the job done. But really, it does look like a match race between those two. So even if you're not a huge fan of horse racing in general, this is a race you probably want to watch because they both have the exact same running style. They're going to throw it down. It's going to be a heavyweight battle from start to finish. I love horse racing. Last time you came on, we hosted the show in a random, I think it was the eighth race here in yes, California. You gave out a winner. Life is good. <laughs> love the name. You obviously crush it handicapping horses. We got a bonus play. I need to drop in the bonus play later from out near Matt. Thank you so much. I look forward to watching you on NBC this weekend. Best of luck with all of your NHL plays. For everyone that's not following Matt on Twitter, you could do so. Find him, Aperneer underscore Matt. And of course, read more of his NHL handicap available on NBCSportsEdge.com. Matt, we'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter Wednesday's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win 50 grand. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Kings and Hawks, Raptors and Bulls, and Mavericks and Blazers. If you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Here's the time that I've been waiting for. Rumor has it that you have some plays, some winners in your pocket for your mom's birthday and for Tuesday here on Bet the Edge. It is Edge of the Day. Our best bets. The floor is yours, Vaughn. What do we got? Should we start with the two-unit play, Sarah? Start with the yes. biggest play of the day? Start with, yes. All right. Biggest play of the day is going to be Patrick Mills, a.k.a. Patty Mills, ladies and gentlemen. This line open at 13.5. It's up to 14.5. I bet both. I'm so confident in this game because – Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant will not be playing for the Nets, which is a huge factor because now it's the James Harden, Patty Mills show. Mills scored 21, 11, 17, 9, and 21 in his last five. He's been rolling, shooting 49% from the field and 46% from three in those five games. And the numbers get better. Obviously, when he plays more minutes, when he's a starter at 33 or 34 minutes per game, he's hitting at 66 and 70% hit rates all season. He already had a 34-point game against the Lakers on Christmas Day which makes it even better. And he averages over 15 points per game as the starter. I mean, you look at the Lakers defense. Yeah, they get Anthony Davis back, but Patty Mills won't be in the paint, Sarah. He's going to be out shooting threes, hitting mid-range shots. And that's what the Lakers aren't good at because they are the worst or bottom five worst when it comes to opponent field goal percentage, three-point percentage, and points per game in the month of January. Patty Mills has all the hit rates that work out well. 10 and 6 at 34 or more minutes, 6 and 3 at 35 or more right when he averages as a starter. So I love Patty Mills going over, over, over 14 half points tonight. Our model with NBC Sports Edge projected 17.1 points for Patty Mills. You played it at love 13 it. and a half. You got it at 14 and a half. Patty Mills, 15 plus in four of his last seven. Say less. I'm with you here. Okay, that's a two-unit play. Yes. Vaughn, what else do we got here? All right, bonus plays. These are all on NBC Sports Edge's website. You can check them out. All the same article. Of course, I'd be reminisced not to bet Joel Embiid again. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. This guy is cooking. 31 and a half points is his line on most books. Points bet already put it to 32 and a half because they know what's coming. Uh, Embiid, 38, 50, 40. His last three games. He scored 30 plus. 13 of his last 14. 15 of the last 17. Odds have dropped from MVP on Christmas Eve till now from plus 4,000 to plus 375. This guy is eating. The Pelicans are on a back-to-back tonight. Valanciunas and Herb Jones are great defenders, but they are foul machines. And that's all Joel Embiid does at home is get fouled. So 
book him over 31 and a half points. And then I love this play as well. Christian Wood over 30 and a half points in rebounds, ladies and gentlemen. He's done this every single time against the Spurs as a rocket. Three straight times hitting 34, 34, or 34, 42, and 42, excuse me, points and rebounds. He's been a machine. You can go look at all the data at NBCSportsEdge.com. But uh, the rebound chances, the points per game, and everything the Spurs do against centers, all points towards Christian Wood double-doubling and having a good game. So uh, I see him going above 20 and 10 against the Spurs tonight, which he's done three straight times and four of the last five against them. So uh, let's go, Sarah. Um, all I know is everyone knows I love overs. Rooting for unders is miserable. So the fact that we're targeting some overs, so much more fun. Let's go yeah. for this. I love the three plays, two unit play and two bonus plays. And you could read more on NBC Sports Edge. My plays aren't as exciting. I'm just going to be honest. I'm taking a dog that I think it's going to be Dogs one of great. these. Hold your nose. And wish for the best kind of play. This was 14 last night. Money's come in. Of course, I'm talking about the Missouri Tigers hosting the number one team in the country, the Auburn Tigers. This now is at 13. Earlier this morning, 13 and a half. I still like it at 13. Here's my reasoning. Auburn, far better team, right? They've won 15 games in a row. Their squad is now ranked number one in the country. But I, uh, number one in the country, actually first time in program history. I feel like there's a lot of pressure when you're newly ranked number one, and that's why I'm targeting this game. You look at a, a team like Missouri, certainly far less expectations in the SEC, and especially for tonight when they welcome in Auburn. Um, but Missouri's played really well at home. They're averaging over 70 points per game at home. That's where they are. Missouri's coming off of that loss to Alabama. They lost by 10 points, but they led as many by as many as 14 points on Saturday. I do think they can keep this in the number, playing loose, getting an Auburn team that, as I said, now has the pressure of being ranked number one for the first time in program history. If they don't fall apart during the stretch and they stay in this game like they could have against Alabama on Saturday, they stay in this number. That's why we're seeing a lot of action coming in on the big home underdog in the Missouri Tigers. So that's my favorite play for today. Not as nice as yours. Not as sexy, I would say, taking over. But we're taking the underdog, and let's hope for the best. That is tonight, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I look forward to this game as well as the UCLA game, Vaughn. Yeah, you've been rolling in college basketball lately. You've been picking the ones, like, people love to look at a game like this and be like, oh, Auburn's going to smack them. And then you're on the opposite side because you're being sharp about it and thinking, like, yeah, that's not – that's an obvious pick. And, yeah, I agree. I think the spread's a little too big. Missouri obviously is at home, has that going for them. And I talked, we talked about this yesterday. Missouri in the first half absolutely demolished Old Miss in the first half. Missouri has been a pretty good team coming out. So as long as they don't fall apart in the final five minutes, I think you got yourself a pretty good bet here. And I mean, the money's come in too. So I'm with you, Sarah. I'll tell that one. Okay. They're better at home. They've covered their last three. By the way, this total is shot down, opened at 144 and a half, now looking Ooh. at 141. So let's hope that's more reasoning to keep this in the number. Vaughn, you're on the morning show tomorrow with Corey Parson for the morning edition here on Bet the Edge. Yes. You have NBA plays coming out tomorrow, college oh, yeah. basketball. What should people look forward to? Yeah, we're going to have a lot more college basketball on tap tomorrow. Today's slate's a little weird, but we got to wait for the injury yeah. news, like I said. But uh, Jay Money is Money is coming on the show. He's actually one of the cappers that I looked up to when I started doing NBA capping. So we're all going to wear shades tomorrow and just swag out. It's going to be amazing. So come tune in and get a bunch of winners.
Oh, I will 100% tune in. Can't say I'll be wearing the shades myself. It'll be early <laughs> here on the West Coast, but I'll tune in. He's Von Dalzal. I'm Sarah Perlman. Thank you guys so much for joining us here on Bet the Edge, powered by PointsBet. Von, we'll see you tomorrow on the morning edition of Bet the Edge. And myself and Drew will be on the night edition at 6 to 7 p.m., all here on the NBC Sports Edge YouTube channel. Thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate it. Subscribe and rate the podcast. Best of luck with all your bets. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. If a friend asks how you're doing, and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because, If I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free, confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel.